0: The
1: Wednesday week is sponsored by the Riverside Cafe, new outside bar now open on match days. It's a goal! It's a goal! It's
2: And a very warm welcome to the Wednesday Week, the Sheffield Wednesday Podcast. I'm Lord Hillsborough, and with me online, first of all, this evening, we have Victoria, my darling. How the devil are you?
3: Hello, my Lord. I'm okay, thank you. How are you?
2: I'm um, wonderful speech, but absolutely marvellous for reasons that will become apparent later on as well and uh, of course our ever edit Mr Marriott Jamesy or Bean how are you?
1: I can guess now why you're so happy <laughs> something we're going to have to talk about later on isn't it that might involve a certain somebody with a certain dad scoring a certain three goals anyway I've got a bone to pick here because you always come to me first and you went to Vic first there
2: well, I thought I'd mix it up a little bit. I, I, I like... must admit, I'm not, I'm I wasn't prepared. I
3: was ready
1: for Mr. I'm, Marriott. I'm going. To, I'm texting my agent as we speak, which is just kind of texting myself, <laughs> which is a bit sad, but, you know, I but never reply to, to myself. Some people...
2: According to some people, Victoria, you're always ready for Mr. Marriott. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Right, then, ladies and gents, let's crack on, shall we? Because, first of all, we've got a wonderful little bit to talk about. The the Norwich game, ladies and gentlemen, which was just chuffing marvellous. We've been waiting for this for such a long, long time, haven't we? It was great,
3: wasn't it? And do you know what? Not one goal was a hey goal. They were all like, oh, my God, that was unreal. Like, even, like, both of the Rhodes goals were awesome you know obviously Fessy and mr wallace unbelievable it was just it was a great day it really was and i i can't explain it and i, I still can't get it into words how i feel about this because norwich weren't bad
0: That's but true.
3: the scoreline didn't flatter them does that make sense i can't That's i can't get it into words it's this like is
2: why we were so good because norwich came at us Yeah, they really did. It it was exactly the same when we played Newcastle. Newcastle came at us. They tried to win. They didn't obviously, we'll come to it a little bit later, but they didn't defend in ridiculous numbers, which allowed us to play beautiful flowing, sexy football.
3: But the thing is, like, Norwich you could say Norwich didn't deserve to lose 5-1, which on that performance they didn't, but we deserved to win 5-1. It's a very confusing situation to try and explain to people who weren't there as well. Like, we were great. They were great. We scored five goals. They scored one. It's it's. Uh, <laughs> That's how know.
2: it should work every Oof. Chuffing game. It really should. Now, of course, we will not break down the whole thing because it, it does seem like an age ago now, doesn't it? With what's happened since, but I mean, we oh,
1: have to dwell mention... on it for a while. For God's sake, how often <laughs> does this happen? Fifty-eight about minutes. About of This podcast home? needs to be talking about Norwich at home. Yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we, uh, we do have to mention the the incredible. Gut-busting run from Mr. Hutchinson that uh, that created the Wallace goal. He, That was just, oh, my word. He just didn't want to give that up, did he? From the right-back position right through to the other end of the pitch. He just stormed that ball through, didn't he? I
3: think that, I think as awesome. well, James, I don't know about you. like You've got a different viewpoint to me. But until I watched it back probably the third time, I didn't realise quite how far he'd run for that. It, well, was, well, I, it was I, I mean, astonishing.
1: Vic, Vic, I was bollocks. I, I didn't yeah, know this true. at the time. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I, didn't, I didn't fully appreciate it, actually, until uh, the video that we put on the Wednesday week Twitter account, which appeared to have been made using an et- etch sketch which was um, quite interesting. <laughs> uh, which okay. highlighted...
3: Yeah, what happened there, Lord Age? <laughs> it, it, it came from
2: uh, Mr. Cochimans, whose name I can't pronounce. Uh, Johnny... Did you film it with a brick? No, no, I didn't film it at all. It was uh, it was from <laughs> from the the coaches. Is it Johnny? Says a Portuguese type name, oh, and we right. posted it onto oh, his. Uh, yes, that that chap. Anyway, uh, another yeah, it... the, the really attractive, graying gentleman that's always behind Carlos. Um, posted it on his on his YouTube page, so we we uh, we sort of borrowed it from there. But it, it really did. Show
1: just what a fantastic run it was. But you, you notice the fact that Sam Hutchinson went off injured ten minutes later and hasn't played since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Let's he just did mention that during um,
3: that run. So was it worth
1: it? To, to, yes. to really kind of summarise just how amazing that was. Um, obviously, we won that game five-one. You know, we we got that early goal. If if we didn't get that first goal, if that hadn't have happened, it could have been a very different game because Norwich, as we've already said, they they were going to come at us. If they'd have got the first goal, then it would have been a very different game. I think we you know we'd probably still have won, but who knows? Because as 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 Vic says, it was actually a much tighter game than the scoreline really suggests. I think Norwich played some decent stuff, and it was um, in in the Riverside Cafe after the game. I put bumped into one of their fans in the toilet. Um, who was saying i can't believe that's happened and i was like dude you was know was it the you, little you guy played. that was doing yeah on his own. it was yeah 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 he um, was so cute i, I spent said, him at the bar you, you played you played really well you know there's there's nothing to be disappointed about there the, the problem is that we we did to them what we've been threatening to do to a few teams this season where we were clinical and we took every chance and and this is why you have players like jordan Rhodes on your side why you pay the money that you pay for these kind of players because they get a sight of goal and they take it. You know He was clinical on, on, on Saturday, Jordan Rhodes. Um, he, he got a couple of chances and he took them both. And he actually put himself around the pitch quite a bit. Um, I, I don't think there was anyone that, that, that didn't play really well. Um, I'm going to give a mention for Sam Winall, who I thought worked really, really hard. And he was obviously the guy that didn't get his name on the score sheet uh, and was probably unlucky not to because he had a couple of chances, one that went agonisingly wide. Uh, but I thought putting a really good shift and um, really helped create the, the room for, for the goals that other people scored. And, um, you know, all round, good day.
2: Absolutely. And, and after last week, I'm sorry, I'm b- about to upset Mr. Marriott here, but I'm going to say, it, Sato to a gonna chuffing, say. brilliant game. It yeah. really, really I, did.
1: I, I, did. I, did. I, I take that, well. but I, I stand by my point, which is that he he, he, he does do that. You know, he'll, he'll have sometimes two or three games where he doesn't put a foot wrong. But the problem is that he's still got that mistake in him. Um, and I still have absolutely zero faith in him when the ball <laughs> goes towards him. Um, and you, I just don't see don't... why, as a as someone that's supporting a team that's going for the Premier League, I should have to feel that nervous about someone that's playing in our back four. We shouldn't be doing it. Not in the
3: slightest. Why should you? Why should you feel those things, James? Why?
1: I realise that actually made me sound like a bit of a twat. But Is did, it a waste did, of your did,
3: time? Did
1: you Do you understand what I mean? <laughs> Are you, know, you one we, of those
3: managers that stands we, up in a meeting and goes, do you know we, what? I'm getting paid by the hour here and
1: this isn't worth my time. Um, Excuse me, are you holding up the wooden spoon? Because if you're not, I don't think you're allowed to speak right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I just think... I I said this last week. I just think we should have better backup defenders than Vincent Sasso. But anyway, I don't want... Let's not talk about the negatives. You know, we we had that discussion last week. This this week is about the positives. And even when we come to Tuesday night, I think it's still about the positives. um, And um, a, a good week for Sheffield Wednesday.
3: Yeah, Can fun. I just mention one more positive from that game? Has to be two I think James has a favourite chant and I have a favourite chant from that game that both came out. Uh when Stephen Naismith kicked off and was his usual miserable moaning self, you're just a shit Barry Bannon yeah. echoing around Hillsbrunner Saturday afternoon was fantastic. And then when they took him off and I don't I don't know the kiddies that they brought on, he was just an even shitter Barry Bannon. It was brilliant.
1: Uh, my th- there were two things that I really liked in in terms of um, singing. Uh, one was that Jordan Road song that we've got. We've got Jordan. No, I'm kidding. Um, one was. Um- <laughs> Where we 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 do the um, oh what's the name D- is it Delia Smith the um, the Norwich Delia fan God, that did yeah. the famous thing and we do the Let's Be Avenue Let's Be Avenue that always <laughs> makes me uh, laugh we've done that before but I tell you what that whenever we play Norwich whenever the Honolulu Wednesday song gets going and it reminds me of the day that that all started which was at Carrow Road um, there's always something special about us singing that when we play Norwich so um, I love the fact that that was going for a little while
3: I think we also have to mention as well when Mister Samido came on that song did not stop for that last 15 minutes it just went constantly and you could see in his face and it was bittersweet wasn't it because it was so nice to hear it and to see him and he played well he did well you know um, but it was also possibly because maybe it's his swan song. It was almost like a testimonial by that. No, swan song.
1: It, was bit, it, it, was, it was cheered every time he touched the ball, didn't he? Which yeah, the, it for, was a bit dr- like for drunken really me, that again. was hilarious. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing every time we got the ball. We were like That's doing a little three-man Mexican wave. We were like, "Way!" Arms in the air every time he touched it. It was great fun. <laughs>
3: but the thing is, will that will that be his last performance? Aside from a result like that again, when yeah, maybe you can bring him on for fifteen minutes, let him have his moment but will will he play again? I didn't realise how young he was until I googled him after the game. He's only 32. You know, he's not he's not as old as I thought he probably was. I thought he was nearing retirement. I'd love to see him stay at the club, and he's obviously, you know, you saw Fessy when he scored. He ran straight over to Sumido and he said in his interview post-match, you know, I said I'd run to semi because he's kept me going, and he's been the person that's kept me on the ground, and da-da-da, which evidently Sumido was on holiday for the first few weeks of the season. Um but after that, he's obviously he's made a big difference. Um, would you would you give him? Well, we we'd all give him another contract, wouldn't we? That's a stupid question. But would you be upset to see him maybe go to a Berry or a Rochdale or somewhere where he can get a couple more seasons and then maybe come back a bit later? Or would you want to see him do a Bullen? and Just stick it out, retire, and become a coach
1: I, th- I think it 's up to him isn 't it because it depends whether or not he wants to play football um if if he If he feels that he 's still got a couple of years left in him and he wants to be playing football, then I think he has got to uh, do a bull and he's got to go somewhere he's got to um you know do do whatever he needs to do, play out the rest of his days and, and then we'll we 'll see what situation that that we're in um i think he he genuinely loves this club, doesn't he, and I think he seemed Quite happy for his role to be more behind the scenes this season. Um, I, I mean, we, we we don't get an insight into what goes on in the dressing room, but we certainly get the impression that he's a real key key player there. Um, that the, the role that he plays behind the scenes is probably bigger than we uh, realise. And I think that's seen by the fact that all the players seem to have a huge amount of respect for him. Um, so there's a role there, is he isn't club there? It's just whether as or not well? We... Is he club captain? No, he's not been for a long time. He, no, uh, not team
3: captain, but is he club captain? That's what no, I
1: mean. Is he still? He, boss? No, he, he didn't like it, did he? he? Didn't he? Didn't like being captain. He was. He was captain oh, yeah. during the promotion season, and then he gave it up the season after that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it would be it would be great to see him continue at the club in in some role. Um, I don't think really moving forward it can be as a player, um, and that probably means that he's not going to be offered the the same kind of you know financial package as maybe he's been getting for the last few seasons. So. It's but kind we of. Thought the, that the, the ball's,
2: ball's going to be his yeah, court, we, isn't it? I, I think it is essentially now won.
1: up to semi. And I think that he,
2: he probably wasn't given that money last season and he, he still chose to stay at the club. He yeah, clearly adores so. this football club. And to be honest, I mean, again, we, we've seen it. There's been the. Um, uh, the article in the Star as well, where he's he's had a uh, a bit of a talking to to uh, to Fessy, as, as Vic mentioned there, and and that's why Fessy uh, ran over and 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 did what he did, and and he's just he's, he's the most professional football player we have at the club by far, because I mean when he come when he came on, did you guys notice that he looks? A bit bigger these days. He seems to sort of
1: chunked up, up a little bit. Fit,
3: doesn't he? It? It looks It's ripped.
1: coming up to Easter, isn't it? Cadbury's cream eggs, they're really fattening. You don't realise the calories... <laughs> I've, I've got this problem I think, myself. I, think, I, I think ate it's... four of them after the game on night, <laughs> oh, just as a bit of a yeah, comfort Yeah, you thing. look
3: just like some energy. So, um, <laughs> That's what it
0: is. I think <laughs> it's muscle mass,
2: <laughs> it's just so
1: you know, much... I... No. It's just such I a saw dream.
3: him in, um, you know, the the uh, petrol station that's just around the corner from the ground, um, just on Lappings Lane, the spa thing. I saw him in there filling up his car a few weeks, well, probably beginning of the season, a few weeks before the beginning of the season. And I could have got both my hands around his waist. I don't believe I it. Couldn't I couldn't have got both it. my arms around his shoulders. He Don't was huge. He was just like a triangle on legs.
2: Sumido doesn't put petrol in his car. He's got like a Flintstones car just to get that big <laughs> electric training in so he can just run everywhere.
1: Bless he, he obviously <laughs> works he's hard though, doesn't he? You, you oh, can... Definitely,
2: yeah. He's,
1: yeah. He's a... You can imagine like when him and Cristiano Ronaldo go on holiday. Jep's as well talking about Sumido because I think as fans, a lot of us are very kind of protective over him. But there's also people... Um, I'm going to use the example of James Kidd.
3: A new contract, won't he? Won't he, Willie? He, Willie? He? And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh yeah, he's got another year. Brilliant. That it's it just seems to be a given. He'll come out like on his Zimmer frame, like for the last <laughs> five minutes when we're three 0 up against like Blackburn. He'll just wheel himself out. He'll be all right.
2: If we had the same conversation about Dave, it might be a different conversation. Um, well, actually, is he, oh is he still Lord, I was is going he to
3: mention. No, I was going to mention actually. That Carlos has said that Dave puts a lot behind the scenes, and maybe that he maybe he's another player that, but he's a lot younger. He's going to get fed up, surely. He's going to get fed up and want to play football and want to score goals in a lower league, probably, or down the bottom of this league. But he's obviously Carlos has got a couple of players that he doesn't see any achieve the same. And I came away with fifty quid on Saturday. So if you've not listened to my bet before, listen to it again. Whatever you think will do. Blackpool and Blackburn usually do as well. So there you go.
1: Didn't you mention as well in the pub afterwards that you know someone that always bets on Wednesday to win? Yeah, five
3: Uncle Alan. Devastated. Every time, but whenever didn't we play do Norwich. it on Saturday. Yeah, whenever we play Norwich, my Uncle Al, who listens to this show, Lord Hillsbury is a very big fan of you. Um, not of me, um, but he likes you. So he listens. <laughs> but he always puts on five one against Norwich, no matter what. And this week he was a bit late. He came to the pub to see us before and didn't put it on. And he always does it. Always. Oh, God. And it's only against Norwich. Yeah. Have we got have we got any spare bread we can send him? I know. Yeah, send him a bit of bread. We'll send him some bread. <laughs> I cashed out at three one at half time as well. So I was I was buzzing on Saturday. and I went on the boxing. I've just I've been making it rain all week. I'm not gonna lie.
2: I, I'm not a betting man waste of money um (laughs) ladies and gents so let's crack on shall we with the burton game because this was a completely different kettle of fish wasn't it uh burton came um and not just part of the bus part of small fleet of buses outside um their goal area it got to the point and i know there wasn't a great deal of option for them um and and had they not scored a wonder goal i don't think they would have scored at all um but (laughs) After the wonderfulness that was Norwich, it was a little bit deflating, wasn't it?
3: Let's, before we talk, let's just give Ross Wallace his dues again because that was a class goal, a class performance from Wallace before he took a knock. You know, He, he made that goal. He was astounded by it himself, wasn't he? You saw his reaction. Yeah. He just kind of stood there like, oh my God, I've done it again.
1: It's unbelievable. That, that shot had absolutely no right to go into the back of the net at all. It, it just didn't. It had no yeah. right to be a goal. Um, so or did, he, you know, or, or did you, it? Did it mean for it to bounce in front of the keeper? I, I don't know. It, it looked. <laughs> you know, it, sat, it was bang in front of us on the north stand, and he hit it. I was like, "What's that?" And the next thing, it's it's banged off the person it's in, and I'm like, "Bloody hell!" Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it it was a Wallace goal, wasn't it? It was just a speculative. Go on, have a crack. Why not? Ah, it's going wide, doesn't matter. And the next thing you know, it's in the back of the net.
2: And there was a He's, lot of those he... shots
1: as well, wasn't there? Because there was very little else we could do. There was either balls coming in from
0: crosses
2: or long distance. I th- was it 30 shots we had? Or something yeah, it was is not like it? it? Yeah, that easy. makes you
3: feel so sorry for people like your Winles as well, who should have got a goal against Norwich. Let's be honest, he worked his socks off. Well, and then again,
2: if Fessy hadn't have blocked the damn thing,
3: yeah, there was, um, Yeah, there was, there was also
2: a, a, a shot that Fessy blocked to Jordan Rhodes that was going in on the uh, on the Norwich game as well. So it would have been six.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I think Fessy just doesn't want anybody to get to his goals. He it, thinks he? it's
3: Vincent Tasso doesn't he? That's what it is. <laughs> But yeah, I think that... I do think that it was you know there was no option to get it up front for that for the Burton game there was there was just nothing there was there was no way of getting through because like you said they had like a fleet of national express in their half all the time there was no way of getting through so the only option we had was to hoof it and hope for the best and last season you you look back at goals last season and you listen back to what we said and it every game Towards this part of the season was a goal of the month competition between the players, wasn't it? And they even had that joke themselves, where they'd all be like, "Oh my god, you win now! No, you win! No, you win, Wallace! No, you win, Fessy!" But I think that was the only option we had. And I heard a lot of people grumbling at Banner and grumbling at Fessy, you know, for taking these opportunities that they did. But actually, you know, they gave it a good go. I've, I've but
1: not, I've it's... not really got any complaints about Tuesday, to be honest. Um, I thought that we. We played well. I thought we still looked positive. You know, we, we were really trying to get them down the wings. Um, we, we played ball into the box after ball into the box and the balls were good balls into the box. It only needed just one of them to sit up right and we probably should have scored late on. Um, I've not watched the, the highlights back, but I've heard a few people say that it was one of those. It was a bit of a sitter that we missed. Um, but it, was, it, it, it really was just one of those days and I know that, we could have done without it at this stage. You know, it kind of feels like we had a few games like that not so long back, where um, you know we we kind of throw everything at it and it's just not happening for us. You know, maybe Brentford was similarish in the second half. Although I thought we played better against Burton. They they came to do a, a, a job, and uh, we've got to give credit to them. They did that job very, very, very well. I I, I don't like Nigel Clough at all, but in in terms of um, a, a, he's built a team there that can go to places there's no team that's got more away points more away draws in the championship than Burton they've got the most and that's because they're very good at going to places and, and defending incredibly resolutely and they keep their concentration and that's the main thing because you keep going at them and going at them and think at some point the concentration is going to drop and you get that one chance and you get the goal and I thought it was going to happen I thought with about 20 minutes to go I thought I still think that we'll get a winner in this I think we'll get a late winner in it um, and we came damn close and it didn't quite happen um, I don't think we need to panic about it I don't think we need to over-analyse it um, I think in terms of an- analysing it there was a really good piece in The Star that, that Chris Holt did about the difference between the Norwich and Burton games and, and why they were so different in, in terms of how their opponents how our opponents approached those two games which kind of said everything that needed to be said about it we we, we we got a point out of that game where on another day if the Wallace shot didn't go in and we end up losing one deal at home then we think that's a really bad day at the office so um, you know what it is it is what it is let's put it to bed and let's move on now and, and, and get some more wins under our belt
3: hmm. I, I think yeah, so it, well, I mean, I had... we've
2: done it haven't we 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 did, We did. had the, the Stuart Gray um, couple of seasons where we played very vanilla football and that's essentially what our taxes were when we first got into the championship wasn't it so it's it's kind of difficult to, to argue against those sorts of tactics when we've done them themselves. It's just frustrating when you're on the other end of it, isn't it?
3: I think one thing that, well, there were two things that stood out for me. The first thing was after the game, there was somebody who I retweeted. I don't know who it was. I'm really sorry. But someone that said, had we have beaten Burton 5-1 and drawn at home to Norwich one all would have been happy with those four points. And it's very true. We would I think we'd have mm-hmm. all gone, bloody yeah. hell, yeah, We thrashed Burton, we drew with Norwich, who we were, you know, a bit of a rival. That's great. Um, and the second thing was, John Rayford's really small. I thought he was a lot taller than what he is. I always presumed he was in the six foot, six foot two. He's tiny and shit, but tiny, isn't he? What a little man. He's a scruffy
1: little bugger, though, isn't he?
3: I think it's it's like Samson, isn't it? Where they shave his beard off and he shrinks three foot.
2: <laughs> the other thing is worth mentioning from the Burton game as well is that Mr. Bannon uh, was actually the first player uh, in the championship this season to uh, to attempt fifty passes in one in the final third of the uh, the opposition's half this season in the Championship as well, which is a chuffing lot of passes throughout one game. So, uh, well done, Mr. Bannon. And clearly, uh, the opportunities were there, just didn't quite pull off for us on that particular day. Still, I think
3: Bannon's, Bannon's come back into his own, hasn't he? I think, you know, the dropping him recently has yep. probably made a huge difference. I think these last two games, he's been outstanding. Like Everyone was against Norwich. Everyone was brilliant. There wasn't one bad player, even Sasso, that had a bad game. Um, that Bannon has really, really come back to the Bannon that we saw probably around towards like it finished this time last year didn't it? It finished just in time for the playoff final but I think he he really does look back to Barry Bannon again, he, he's looking good and I feel a lot more positive about the whole Kieran Lee situation now.
1: Yeah, I agree with that, I think that he had a great game against Norwich particularly, um, I, I thought that, th- th- I don't think there was anyone on Tuesday night that you would say looked awful um, I, I, I think that everyone put in a pretty decent performance I thought Reach looked quite good when he came on um, I, I, and yeah I thought everyone was alright um, I thought David Jones looked particularly good on, on Tuesday and I was surprised Absolutely. actually at yeah. how, how well it, it works him him playing there and you know maybe we've seen um, you know the, uh, uh, when we're playing a team that, that sit quite deep it allows him to come forward a little bit more and, and that seems to suit him better um, and um, yeah he, he had a pretty good game
0: absolutely
3: here's a question where would you find all of the following in one place chairs tables beer vic james more beer dick yow eddie more beer and the rest of the wednesday week gang that's right it's the riverside cafe's new outside bar all of your favorite lagers ciders soft drinks and hand pump ales are now available outside come and see the gang and give it a try The riverside cafe's new outside bar now open on match
2: days. Uh, right, then, ladies and gents, so let's crack on with some Wednesday news, shall we? There's not a huge amount, but there's some little bits and bobs. Now, uh, the um, the Superstore, or sorry, Megastore, um, has had a little bit of a facelift. We have finally removed the uh, the Antonio and Liera pictures from uh, the Megastore and replaced it with something a little more, I wouldn't even say modern, uh, more throughout the ages, shall
1: we say. I like it. I think it looks really good. I've only seen the pictures of it. I've not. I've not been in the mega store, but um, I, I think certainly the photos make it look like something quite. Yeah, it's quite. It's quite good. There's some really good memories in there, and I like the fact that you know it uses all the old badges. It's it's like a you know real nod to our history, which we know that that Mr. Chancery is uh, is really proud of, and it's really important to him to make sure that he acknowledges the history of the club. So um, I think it's nice. Yeah
3: gotta say right i was in on saturday i didn't notice anything i thought it looked <laughs> just as bare and as dull yeah, as always there you... were just shitloads of away shirts
1: you're a girl you don't notice these things you no know. I, know, I know they've done well, a bit I of did. diy in that's all what fairness,
3: i went around the shops try and find you a present i asked for a vincent sasso picture i asked for all sorts of things and they didn't have them how can they not have a sasso picture surely that's the only one out. they sell Sold
2: out. It's just uh, sold out. Well,
3: you could have had a Bullen photo in his training kit, <laughs> which you know for 99p is quite the offer.
1: The, the, the Sasso thing. ones yeah. sold out weeks ago because there's a lot of people who've got dartboards <laughs> in Sheffield.
2: <laughs> the Sasso ones are also laminated, whereas the Bullen <laughs> ones aren't. Uh... <laughs> it it,
3: it doesn't look any different to me. I think I need to go in again and just have a look because I just didn't spot anything. But I'll well, come well, on to well, the thing that there. I did spot later.
2: Whilst you are there we just make sure that all the uh, the Rob Jones mannequins are still there because uh, I do like the <laughs> fact that the Rob Jones mannequins have never actually moved from the megastore. Um over the little bits of Wednesday news this week. First of all apparently we've been out to Bulgaria boys and girls uh, scouting a 15 year old boy which we'll leave that joke there, um, a chap called um, Ai Hamon, which is um, playing at the moment for Locomotive Podvib. and i probably pronounce that utterly wrong. Um, but Locomotive he's, he's, Podbean, what?
3: <laughs> Did you know that we're hosted on Podbean?
2: <laughs> Podcast chat. Locomotive Div, Um and he's uh, his, his, his <laughs> made his, his first team debut at 15, I mean, is it right that we're sort of running around Europe chasing after 15-year-old boys? Or is this something that Wednesday now doing?
1: I think it's worrying that 15-year-old boys are playing football anywhere. 15-year-old boys should be taking drugs and uh, drinking cider out of brown paper bags. That's what you do when you're 15. Uh, and <laughs> then you learn all your life lessons and then you settle down and sort out your career. So um, I, whoever he it is, it's going ha- to have a troubled you know, kind of like midlife. When he gets to his 40s and he thinks, right, now I'm going to have my childhood, he's he's going to be problematic.
3: Do you think <laughs> Mr Chancero just feels like he is Madonna and he's just going around all these different just countries adopting trying to adopt children?
1: children? <laughs> <laughs> For God's sake, don't let him in Malawi. Bloody hell.
2: And has his, well, 15, what, what quarter-life crisis, shall we say, probably in his 30s. Semino will still be there to sort of put an arm around him and say, don't worry, young chap, um, Mr. Semino's here. And by then, of course, he'll be old, grey and utterly psychological. Love him, absolutely. I,
1: I, reckon, I reckon that Semy's lived a bit, though. He, he trains he hard, didn't... he works hard, but I reckon he's lived a bit. He's been, he's been spotted on nights out in Sheffield a couple of times. He wasn't chasing 50-year-old boys at the time, was he? I couldn't possibly comment on <laughs> that rumour. <laughs> Of course
2: not. Let's not call that a rumour. Let's call that a really bad Lord Hillsborough joke, which I apologise for already.
1: <laughs> let's uh, let's just call that libel. Let's move on.
2: Yeah, let's move on really, really quickly. Um, <laughs> now, have you guys been keeping an eye on our growing um, Thai Sheffield Wednesday fan groups as well?
3: Freaking love these groups. They are brilliant, aren't they? Go on, my lord. Well, it's, it's it's
2: fantastic that, that obviously, always um, with our new Thai connections, that uh, the Sheffield Wednesday word has been spread out there in Thailand, and uh, we're getting a bit of a following out there as well. And these Thai uh, sort of Facebook groups and the obviously uh, tiles on Twitter, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, have been brilliant, and it's all in Thai. And have you guys seen the translations of? What comes through from yeah. the title?
1: Facebook auto-translates things, doesn't it? But it uses like an algorithm <laughs> that's been written by a 15-year-old boy uh, who uh, should be out <laughs> drinking cider, but instead is employed by Facebook. So um, they're not terribly good? Is that a fair No, the brilliant. They're absolutely amazing.
2: Um, there was one. Uh, I've got it in front of me now with the picture of um Fessy with Sumido after his goal, and obviously Fessy is pointing Sumido We've all seen the picture, haven't we, boys and girls? It's a beautiful, beautiful photograph. And um, from the um, <laughs> the Thai um, Sheffield Wednesday Thailand Facebook group, it says uh, Team of the Week: Fernando is consciousness law. <laughs> Have a name on Team of the Week, um, and this is my son. My beautiful, shoot him. <laughs> That's just That's amazing. Fantastic. Absolutely love it. So I think we should all send things off and, and just quite simply have them translated from time. Um right now. By far the most important bit of uh, Sheffield Wednesday news this week is that time, ladies and gents, it's George Hurst update time. <laughs> i am just I'm Absolutely just off for a wee, I'll see Games, you. James, I'm just
3: gonna go for a wee. Right. Oh, bad time, she called it first.
2: <laughs> that means you're stuck, Vic. You're stuck talking to me about George Hurst. Now, ladies and gents, uh, Mr Hurst popped himself off uh, to play Hull Tigers um, with the rest of the Wednesday team, of course. I'm sure probably did some bits of kicking footballs around as well. But of course, he's come back with an hat trick and a 3-2 win over the Hull Tigers, which is fantastical. And the under-23s are also at the top of the, the Northern League now as well, which is brilliant. This this youth team, not just Mr Hurst, we've sort of ploughed on about it again and again and again and again and again but it's looking you brilliant. have
3: not we have you as an individual have ploughed on about it again and again and again
1: <laughs> you, all of that was brilliant apart from the fact that you call them the Hull tigers what the hell is that it's because is <laughs> uh, that what, is <laughs> that what they the... actually call their youth team the Hull tigers that's what
3: isn't that the rugby team
1: the whole
2: city, well, is that not the official name of the football club these days? The whole city tigers,
1: no. they, they, they were blocked from doing it, weren't they? Oh, they weren't were allowed to do it. Well,
2: that's what popped up on the uh, on the the twitterish bit that I was watching. It said whole city tigers under 23s.
3: Well, isn't it nice to beat Hull? Hey, can you imagine? <laughs> Wouldn't that have been a different world? <laughs> but have been paid for this. Shit. <laughs>
2: But now, obviously, our strike force is, is pretty full in the first squad. And, of course, previously, we've all been screaming for Mr Hurst to, uh, to, to get his chance. And, obviously, he's made his first team oh God Hang
1: on. Whoa, 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 Just Stop slow it, it down. bricks on. I think the, the only person that's been screaming. calling for George Hurst to have his chance in the first team is sat on the other end of this you Skype addict. call right now. <laughs> so, be- before... have you
3: been screaming for George Hurst at any point
1: I've, I've, I've not, I've suggested there might have been a couple of games where he might have been good to have on the bench as an option to bring on because we didn't really have any but um, I don't think I was screaming it I think I was quite casually just saying literally 66% of
3: tonight's podcast have never um, right then um, Chaps, do you have any other little bits and bobs that you would like to yell out for this evening I do. I have some bad news, guys. Really, really oh, bad news. Oh, um, no. Our new look mega store is out of ease. That's right. On Saturday, I went to go and get the shirt for our winner, Oliver. Um, the Road 17 shirt that we had promised and we'd done the thing on the website and all that jazz. And um, I couldn't get it because they didn't have any ease in stock. And when I asked why, he said, "Well, we've got Fristieri, we've got lubans, we've got." I was like, "Well, why have you not ordered more ease? Like, what's wrong with you?" Um, this James, do you want to put in your class A drugs joke now?
1: I uh, can do, yeah. So, um, so they got they got no ease on Saturday, you say. Uh, since when did the club shop start dealing class A drugs? <laughs> but, um, tsh- I did the joke on Twitter said... on Saturday, alright? It's the funniest joke I've done for about four years, alright? <laughs> Laugh for God's sake. What well, you should have said, Victoria.
2: when Lolling. they have got no e. You should have said, E's a good. E's a good. Da la
3: la Oh, I never thought about that. I just oh, said, oh, you man. what, mate? <laughs> um, so, anyway, <laughs> oh, after that, that, so I ordered a blank shirt because I thought, I can't really get like Rod underscore <laughs> S for someone that's won a competition. That's a bit shit. So um, I ordered I got the blank shirt in the size that was asked for And I got a gift voucher that's Of £15 pounds, which means that The guy can get road 17 On the back when they have ease in stock We did also discuss the possibility Of taking it to Bramall Lane And asking for such um, Lettering on the back But then we didn't know if the championship had different letters And oh, it all got confusing um, However I have some news About our winner Uh oh so I um I went to go meet this guy on Sunday with his oh, shirt.
2: Oh, oh, this was the winner, not just yeah, the, yeah,
3: yeah. No, definitely <laughs> the winner. Um, he is a minor, so he couldn't be interviewed or photographed for our podcast. Um, because he's still at school and yeah, he'd, that's a bit weird, isn't it? If not I another, another bloody 15 year photos, old boy, is he? <laughs> yeah, this whole podcast tonight yeah. is literally. <laughs>
2: It's getting a bit weird, this
3: literally is. Um, but the guy's called Oliver, right? And he's 15 and he was really nice and he took his shirt and everything. And do you know what I discovered while I was talking to him? You know, these SWFC Titanic videos that we all piss ourselves at? That's that guy. So ah. that account is run by Oliver, the 15 year old lad that won the shirt. But what but, a genius so to come up so, with that
2: account! Just so happens to be one of your favorite Twitter accounts, Victoria.
3: I know. No, no, no. don't, don't, I didn't know his name, I didn't know his name, I didn't know anything about him. But yeah, he's that guy, he just said, he was like, oh, by the way, did you know that I run this account? And I thought, no, does, that's amazing, you're my favourite Twitter account.
1: Does he listen to the podcast?
3: He didn't, um because oh, he... Well, no, he started to since he entered the competition, I should say. Um, right. He had well, it beforehand. He hadn't seen anything of it as such on Twitter or whatever. But now he does. And I think he's quite a big fan. Um, but we have to keep the swearing down because he's a minor. He's a little boy. He's, oh, he's much taller than me. He's not a little boy. <laughs> um, but then again, so most people. So
1: Oliver, if you're listening now, all right. I think, I think it's very commendable that you're running this Twitter account at 15 years old, but what you need to do is go and get a bottle of cider and a brown paper bag and stop go and it, sit in a pub. Pa- no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, think he's, brilliant. I le- think he's brilliant.
3: That account is hilarious. That is so funny. Um, and and to find out that it was this young, innocent boy is just even better. I thought it was going to be some like 70-year-old man like Lord Hillsborough.
2: I beg your pardon. I'll, I'll have you know that I have been, <laughs> I have been interacting
3: Compared with to youth, a 15-year-old boy myself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I, I've been interacting with a youth on Twitter this week, and I, and I put out uh, one of my ridiculous chants of, um, on the games like I do, and it was the old, we are the owls. Whoa, that nonsense. And, uh, we are the owls of shit. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, you just got the lyrics wrong, but not to worry. Oh. Um but this this lovely lovely young boy who I thought was ever so sweet, tweeted back and said, "What tunes that to pal?
3: Get him to download the album. It's available on iTunes. <laughs> but I you can't bl- get I you can't blame- get that really so- that sad song with the woman singing. You don't get that on iTunes anymore. Bad times.
2: I, I don't blame the young boy. I blame his parents for clearly not bringing him up properly. Why was that not played to him three or four times a week for the last 15 years? Do you know
3: what, what I miss?
1: Mean? <laughs> we're, we're having a proper making friends and influencing people Wednesday, podcast this week, aren't we? Be Wembley. <laughs>
3: that, I think I've got that, that on my phone. We get to Wembley this year. I've got it on tape. I miss. Oh, it's my favourite. I used to play it on, like rewind it. I used to have to get the pencil in and sort out the tapes. I played it that much. Oh, miss those days. I, I liked the I liked the Wednesday
1: official enough. version of Hi Ho Sheffield Wednesday that was done in the mid two thousands. Which, yeah, by the I way, do. I'm I'm listed as a producer on that track are you i am yeah. no! on on the um on the cd sleeve i'm listed as one of the producers <gasps> Come on, James, I, I can't amazing. i can't tell you the story because uh my mate who was involved in what? it would probably never be able to work again um as to why i helped him out and ended up being listed as a producer that's all i can say you a, see we're just famous like, all over the place
3: I, I it. <laughs> <laughs> that's those silent witness. what did you do <laughs>
1: I genuinely can't tell you.
3: Oh, let's see that for afterwards. Let's
1: this, leave this, that is for a, that. this is the first time we've ever had a save it for afterwards conversation.
3: Oh.
2: Um,
1: I, I want to talk a little bit about um, songs, and I know I kind of mentioned/touched uh, on earlier about the fact that we're still singing that that really poor song for Jordan Rhodes. Someone did tweet me the other day with a suggestion for a Jordan Rhodes song, and it's actually quite obvious this, because it's a song that was sung for Paul Scholes, uh, but I kind of like it, um, and I should have made a note of who it was that sent it to me, and I apologise for the fact that um, I haven't done, so I'm desperately trying to scroll down my um, newsfeed, uh, my um, mentions as we talked to try and find out who it was, uh, and not having much success. But anyway, it's the... Um, so it's to the um, the tune of "Come by Our So Jordan Rhodes, my lord, he scores goals." Jordan Rhodes, my lord, he scores goals. I like it because it's a nice tune. It's a nice song, and it also references my lord, which kind of makes me think of you, Lord Hillsborough. So it's almost as if we're singing a song to you. So I quite like that. I think that's good. I think it sounds good at football grounds as well. Um, So there's there's that. So that's a real positive. Um, However, I do need to also mention the fact that still we don't have a song for Ross Wallace, and um, he scored two and two once again. Um, from in the last two games and put in a couple of very good performances uh, and once again, uh, Samido comes on and runs around for 10 minutes and everyone goes absolutely barmy. So I feel bad <laughs> for Ross Wallace. So I've concluded the fact that we're not going to be able to come up with a song for Ross Wallace. So how about we make a song about the fact that we don't have a song for Ross Wallace? So I have... Um, Uh, three suggestions and and one is that we just sing we've got no song for you we've got no song for you we've got no song for you etc um (laughs) suggestion number two is wallace what's your song wallace wallace what's your song (laughs) or finally and i'm taking inspiration from what seems to be our most popular chant eg the jordan Rhodes one uh, where we go you ain't got a song got a song you ain't got a song (laughs) So they're my three suggestions for songs about the fact that we don't have a song for Ross Wallace. Here is your challenge now, listeners, <laughs> over the next week. I want more suggestions for songs about the fact that we don't have a song for Ross Wallace.
3: Was there never, like, a Braveheart song about Wallace? Because it was William Wallace, wasn't it, in Braveheart? And, and I feel I like Ross like, Wallace
1: is... Whilst I, while I, really might I there, might, there
3: might be one, like, and that could be his song.
1: I think the only, oh. the only song that they did during that film was the Raaah! song.
3: Maybe we do that.
1: <laughs> Maybe we could do that.
3: <laughs> but like a solid <laughs> bit Roar
2: Mel yeah. I-, I think we're missing the obvious Ice Ice Baby Yeah, boys and girls. Surely, that's... P-
3: like Ross p- Ross Baby.
2: What? Liz Baby. Dun, 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 dun. Ross Wallace, baby. No?
3: That doesn't fit, does it? It's too many syllables, my lord. No, I know we Ross? said that we
1: weren't going to swear as much in this podcast this week, but that was shit. <coughs> <I'm> sorry, <dude. laughs> That was shit.
3: Who, who said that? Uh... What about na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na? <laughs> na na, 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 na. <laughs> we have got Ross Wallace. Ross Wallace. Because we seem to use that for every other fucking Oh, That's um... a great
1: song. Love it. Brilliant. Yeah. Let's do that. Oh, yeah. Brilliant.
3: Let's use that one. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no way, no way. Whether you're celebrating a birthday, a wedding or anniversary. Maybe you've passed your driving test or you've landed a new job. Well, whatever your reason for a party, the Riverside Cafe is the perfect location on Catch Bar Lane overlooking Hillsborough Stadium. To inquire about hiring us for your function, call oh seven nine eight nine eight five six zero five four 54 or 114 um, 232 Right then, ladies and gents, so let's
2: crack on because we do have the Villa game coming up now. Villa are... Improving.
3: Shit. Villa, oh, give me a superlative here.
2: Uh, I'm going to use improving because they they did have a little bit of a run where they played some not great teams and have managed to string some wins together and become utterly, utterly, utterly mid-table, haven't they? Um, But, I can only see that they're going to come out and try and win at home, aren't they? They are going to attack us and, to me, that'll be brilliant if they do, because then we can do a
1: Norwich on them. It, it might suit us. Um, I, I, I've been really excited about this game um, right up until today. when um, And thank you to Lord Hills for drawing my attention to this. Um, they're not going to be selling beer at Villa Park on <laughs> Saturday. So I'm, now, I'm I'm now contemplating whether to even bother going, to be honest. <laughs> Lost all interest in it. Um, do you know what I'm viewing this as? And and you know what, we need to go there. We need to get three points. But this this is revenge on Steve Bruce. This for the playoff final. We need to go there. We need to teach him a lesson that his boring, drab, pathetic tactics are not going to work on us anymore. So we need to go there. We need to teach him a lesson. This is this is this is what Carlos needs to do. Is his team talk? You know, forget about going for the playoffs. Forget about promotion. Teach Steve Bruce the ugly chuffer a lesson. That's what we need to do on Saturday. Go out there and show him how annoyed we are about the fact that that Hull played the way that they did in the playoff final and about four of their fans turned up. That's what we need to do on Saturday. Have them. Just have them. Have them. (laughs)
3: Let's be having you. Now,
2: obviously, the, uh, the Villa do have a very, 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 on paper, good side with a very, very, very lot of money spent on that very, very, very good side. But the, yes, they have been stringing together a few wins recently. But, oh, this is so difficult because I don't want to be disrespectful. But we'd need to muller them, don't we? And I do believe that they will give us the opportunity to muller them.
1: Look, don't, make no mistake about this. That's a damn good team that they've got there. Um, and... obviously this season they're going nowhere. Next season, they will be up there or thereabouts. They will be one of the favourites and they'll be one of the best teams in the division because they've assembled a squad of players who can play well in this league. The problem is, as we know, as we found out before, it takes time for those players to get to know each other and to cohese. Um, So um, I think that's what's starting to happen. So saying that we need to go there and muller them, I I, I can't buy into that because I think we need to go there we need to win and I don't think that's going to involve mullering them I think that it's going to involve us having to play exactly the right game because they are a quality side and they will they will you know, throw some decent moves together and, and we've got to be able to um, to match that and do what we need to do. Um, it's probably not dissimilar in, in a way to, to to Norwich in that in that respect, that, you know, they are a team that will play football and as you said, that might well suit us. Uh, but, you know, let's not dwell on the fact that they've been quite poor for most of the season. They are getting their shit together and that is a, a quality team of footballers there. Yeah,
2: but they've been only getting their... Chuff together because I'm not going to swear.
1: Um just recently I mean let's have a little look. Uh, so well, yeah, but that's, that's kind there. of an issue for us isn't it considering the fact that we're about to play them next. The fact that they they they've, they've, you know they've, you they, the they teams, were teams, playing they rubbish and losing games and now they've sorted themselves out in the winning games I would see that surely to suggest that they're probably going to play quite well on Saturday rather than play quite poorly on Saturday.
2: Okay. So they they lost just going back to January, so they lost 3 nil to Brentford, they lost uh, 2-1 to Forest, they lost 1-0 to Ipswich, they lost 3-1 to Barnsley, then they lost 2-0 to Newcastle. Then they won Derby, and now of course we all know that February is the date uh, that Derby just started to chuff up everything anyway, so that was to be expected. They lost to Bristol, which, yeah, I mean, fair enough. They lost to Rotherham, which uh, sorry, the one one Rotherham which everybody joking wins Rotherham, and then they, of course lost at the weekend uh, against Suddersfield. So I I I think that the games that they've won haven't been particularly impressive, if I'm honest.
1: Well, fair point. You you can only win what's in front of you, and uh, I I stand by the point that. In January, they had pretty much an entirely new midfield with the players that they'd, that they'd brought in and it took time for them to kind of get the, the, themselves together. Um, and now they find themselves getting better results than they were doing. Um, and I personally, I think that that would happen regardless of who they've been playing the last few games.
2: So if I'd move my normal sort of 7-0 prediction, would you not agree, James?
1: Uh well of course I'm gonna agree because I'm a Wednesday <laughs> fan, aren't I? But what what I'm saying is That's that spirit all been. I, I think that uh I mean it doesn't matter for us, we're fans, you know, it doesn't it it doesn't matter what we think or what we say. What matters is what Carlos thinks and what Carlos says and, and how, how the players go out and view the uh the game. But I think it's it's a bit dangerous for us to think, oh Villa have been rubbish this season, therefore we're gonna go and wallop them. Um it's a it's a game that we can win. I've got no doubt about that whatsoever. Um and um you know, I, th- I think it'll actually be a good game of football. I think that there'll be some nice stuff played. I think there'll be two teams there that 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 are gonna go for it. Villa have got nothing to lose at all. They're not going up, they're not going down. Uh you could make a song about that, couldn't you? Um you know the the they're it, not it going should, up. It, they're not
3: going down. That Aston Villa.
1: That that <laughs> obviously is <laughs> not is not the song.
3: <laughs> I quite liked it. Thank you.
2: Well, one chap that is going to be busting a gut against Villa is Mr. Bannon, isn't he? Because um, he, uh, he, he, he's not right keen on Villa, and, and I don't think the Villa fans are right keen on him, are they? Uh, obviously, when we have spoken to Mr. Bannon's parents previously, um, they have mentioned that maybe he didn't get his, his, uh, um, his chances, shall we say, um, uh, against, uh, well, while I was there. And I think he'd like to uh, show them what for, wouldn't he, Mr. Bannon, and the Bannon family?
1: I hope he goes out and runs them ragged. I really do.
3: Oh, Mr. Bannon hates filler, doesn't he? I forgot about that.
1: Like <laughs> Bannon be Senior.
3: <laughs> no, not Barry. We've, we've only briefly spoken to Barry, but we know Mr. Bannon. What's his name, James?
1: Uh oh god, I should know this, shouldn't I? Give me oh, give me a minute. I'm it? so bad. I'm so bad with names. Oh. I think I think it's Jimmy. But he hates I think it's filler. Jimmy.
3: Jimmy! Jimmy! Yes, it is. See you, he hates filler. <sighs>
2: So yes, I I am sure that the Bannon family will be mightily spurred on to give Villa a right good ponking, um, when we do come across him. A um, right good
3: ponking that.
2: Ponking
1: Ponking.
3: <laughs> I'm hearing it as Ponking forever. I hope we he, give him a right good ponking.
1: I thought he said don king. As in the boxing <laughs> guy I like what? Oh we give him a right good donking.
3: <laughs> I hope we give them you. Yeah. Like you could be stood like a proper hoolie at the front, throwing stools and whatever, and go, Sure, you know I hope we give you a right good ponking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we really need to find another way to record this podcast, don't we? <laughs> Apart from over Skype. Um, <laughs> uh, right then, ladies and gents, that's going to bring us to an end of this week's proceedings. Victoria, my darling, if people want to get a hold of you over there on the Twitterage, where can we do that?
3: You can find me at Victoria 1867, or you can email me, thanks to podcast websites, um, pick at the uk, and give me a right good ponking. <laughs> 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 That's two times in one show. Oh, did God. you snort? Yeah, I did Gross. it earlier and you didn't notice.
2: Oh, I did. I was trying to be polite and go like this. Yeah, um, James, James, the old boy. <laughs> If people want to give you a good ponking, we're
1: going to do that. Uh wow! Right, okay. Um, so yeah, uh, on Twitter I am James Marriott. Uh, that's with two R's and two T's. Uh, landing in um, Birmingham on Saturday at about half past ten. Off for breakfast, and then around the usual array of pubs. If you're going to be there, drop us a tweet. It'd be lovely to um, to grab a beer somewhere. Uh, going through to. Um, I think it's called Witten, which is the nearest train station to Villa Park, uh, as late as possible due to the fact that the boring old gits are um, are not selling any beer. It may be a good thing, actually, that they're not selling beer at the ground because it will avoid a repeat of what happened on Saturday where uh, me and my mate Tom decided to, in fact, me and my mate Tom and John decided to stay out after the game. John, John, at some point or other, went home, uh, and me and Tom stayed out for... Well, we don't know what, what point we got home. However, we've been reminded <laughs> of the fact that we... So we went to the Riverside, not as in the Riverside Cafe, the Riverside Pub at Kelham Island. We crashed the same wedding party three times uh, that was taking place oh. in the function room because we wanted to steal some James. of their food and eventually got thrown out of the pub by the bouncer, who we uh, started an argument with. Uh, somewhere along the line, I lost my favourite beanie hat. Um,
3: no, not the one I'd washed
1: for you. Uh, no, no, it wasn't that one. It was my uh, my my blue one, um, which um, I'm gutted about. If anyone does find a blue beanie hat anywhere, probably mine. Give me a shout. Um, and um, then I couldn't understand why the next morning I was looking through tweets and stuff, and I noticed that, that someone who, whose name I didn't recognise had just sent me a tweet that just said, Rune, Rooney. I'm like... What's that all about? So I was kind of scrolling up thinking this would be part of a conversation, and it wasn't. Um, And then through talking to Tom, we managed to piece together the fact that uh, uh, when we were in the beer garden at the Riverside pub, um, we'd got talking to these three um, guys who were Wednesday fans who were actually podcast listeners. um, And then we decided to pick on someone on the next table because he looked a little bit like Wayne Rooney. And we were all all there chanting, Rooney, Rooney at him. Um, So apologies to the guy who... Actually, he didn't look at all like Wayne Rooney from memory, um, who we just kind of picked on a bit. So all in all, it wasn't a very successful um, night. So maybe a good thing that they're not selling beer on Saturday. There ends my story.
2: You know, we try to run a respectable podcast here, and then you just go out there, crashing weddings, losing beanie hats. Pick it
1: on people. You should be ashamed of yourself, Jess. It wasn't a wedding. It was a wedding reception. And I didn't just crash it. <laughs> I crashed it three times. Come on. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to yeah, crash yeah, a wedding party, interest. do it three times.
3: <laughs> you know, your breakfast in Birmingham. Are you going to the amazing place?
1: The amazing place?
3: That place that we went to at uh, Wolves Away. Are you going uh, to that breakfast? Yes. <laughs> It's called,
1: oh, I can't remember what it's called. Something red. Red, yeah.
3: cherry, cherry red. It might be cherry red, something oh, like that. Yeah. yeah. Good place. Oh, that was so good.
1: They also sell beer at like oh, nine fantastic. o'clock in the morning. So it's uh, breakfast and first really pint at can't half smell ten. That. Oh, that's ponking. Um... <laughs> that place's got a proper ponking there, I'm telling you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> could be like geordie show where they come up with cat phrases like oh, you're such a rajy and all that we'll be like oh yeah you are punking mate you are punking
1: can i oh, sorry i know i said that i finished my story but can i also just give a shout out to uh, at jack 1867 who was one of the guys that we were talking to um at the riverside pub
2: hi miss crack jack um thank you for listening and i apologize in advance if james gets you kicked out or anywhere else um, <laughs> of course, if you'd like to follow me over there on the Twitter you can do that at as L0RD underscore H. I also do have uh, an email address from our wonderful new podcast websites account as well, which I believe, I would imagine, is probably uh, Lord H at com. So if you'd like to uh, drop an e- email out there, it might work. It might dot not. Can that UK. Yeah,
1: definitely dot won't code. work, yes. .co.uk <laughs> In that case, send we them to my lord.
2: Oh, that'd be ace, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, the
1: Wednesdayweek.com is owned by someone else. There is a band called the Wednesday Week who own.com. Yeah, there is. No. But they, they don't really use the YouTube website. Sometimes. I did, did did try and get it off them, but um, unsuccessfully.
2: Oh, yeah. oh, you should have just crashed them and given them a right good ponking. That was <laughs> <actually bad. laughs> Of course, if you like it over there. Wow! On the <laughs> um, if you like it on the podcast over there on the Twitter, you can do like that at twwcast. And of course, you can get us on the Facebooks, on the iTunes, and everywhere as well, ladies and gents. It has been an absolute pleasure speaking with you this evening. Thank you very, very much for joining us. Be good, be safe, get out there, do some punking.
1: We will punk you real soon, <laughs> and we shall see you <laughs> <real> soon. <laughs>